Thought Cops presents Escape from Neo Chicago, a live Thought Cops event. Thursday, August 26th at the Lincoln Lodge Theater in Neo Chicago. Join the Thought Cops Kevin and Grant with special guest deputies Brandon Kirkman and Martin Felschman for a night of irony-poisoned alternative comedy forged from the darkest corners of the internet. Tickets are $10. Ticket link in the episode description. only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am officer kevin and i'm officer grant that always feels great to do the second time Yes, I, and I like. I think we should do that more often. Let's fuck up the recording, fuck up everything, start and then it just over. completely restart the we show. We kicked off the rust. Now we're happy, ah! we're healthy. How you doing, man? Great. Let's let's get it done. Let's get it. Let's get her done. Hey, I don't care who you are. That's funny. Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last time, Andrew Shankland. And let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show. That's right, everybody. I'm talking about. DJ Doug Pound, aka Doug Loosenhop. How are you, Doug? Thank you, guys. Great <laughs> to be here. Great to be here. Back. Back, yes. Word. Back and better than ever, I'd like to say. Uh, well, we're so happy to have you here on the show, Doug. Uh, you have been a prolific voice amongst comedy, and maybe that's kind of a lame or dumb way to put it but i just want to say that you've gi- you've given the world so much so much laughter over the years you've worked as an editor and writer on tim and eric awesome show the eric andre show in portlandia you also created your own stuff as long as the ways of pound house two wet crew the Poundcast, and you're also a co-host on office hours with tim heidecker did i get all that right that's all correct sir thank you thank you for that is all that correct <laughs> no problem. Hey, anytime anyone comes on the show, you know I'm going to be on that Wikipedia page, skimming and scanning and reciting everything. But I, you know, like control I control C, control V. He's he does it all, really, more or less. But you know, I I have you know, <laughs> you, you know, you you have uh, you've you brought me a lot of laughs over the years. I'll say that much because you worked on so much, you know, great stuff. Um, you know, like uh, Tim and Eric, awesome show is such a huge presence amongst people who are up and coming or newer voices in comedy and then you were a vital part of that show just the the crazy snappy editing style and everything that you kind of brought to that because you know the jump from tom goes to the mayor to tim and eric awesome show 
you know, it's a, it's it was very like in your face, and you know, more or less, I would say that you know you were a, a big part of that, right? Um, I would like to think so. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I would like to think so too. I I tend I I tend to not honk my own horn, but yes, I definitely worked on all five seasons of that, and it was a lot of fun. I would say that I could imagine, but like that that had to have been a blast to just like be a part of that whole thing because like. I used to have um, like the the Tom goes to the mayor DVDs, and I used to watch the behind the scenes of those, and just like watch them working in their office and stuff. And I'm like, man, that looks like so much fun! Like, what a fun job that must be, you know? Like, it's a lot of hard work, I'm sure, but just being with your friends, making fun stuff. I don't know if it can, you know, you can't beat that. Those were the days back in the Tom goes to the mayor days. I'll tell you that, yeah, because you you um correct me if I'm wrong, but you you did work on that show too, at least to to some extent, right? Yeah, I worked on um, pretty much all of it. I got there as an intern right when they were like finishing up the first episode of the first season. Oh, wow. So I was there from pretty close, pretty close to the beginning of that show too. Man, what a time. Like, yeah, that, that show was like just so fucking funny. I love it. I still love it. I was, I was rewatching it recently on HBO Max and I'm like, this like still makes me laugh. It, it's, it's incredible. But uh, before before you you did all that though you you know we're here in Neo Chicago you were also a uh, Chicago native from the same general area that uh, Grant and I are from the western suburbs of Chicagoland yeah right down uh, I right out I down I fifty five there oh yeah down the Cass Avenue oh I, I then, know that uh, area I, yeah you know I went to, I went to I went to college up in uh, Columbia College nice did a couple two three years there I went to college at DuPage. Before that, I, I grew up right around college and, uh, of DuPage. We're probably uh, there at the same time, just in a very different points of our lives. Could have been. Could have been. Um, but could yeah, could have been. Hey, if, if it feels like we're talking to each other, like on the, like it feels like you're like on the moon, and uh, <laughs> oh man, is it still fucked up? You know, like, uh, well, no, you're not choppy. It's just like the delay is kind of funny. Okay, because I feel like I'm saying something that might get a reaction, and you're kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 <laughs> might just be me yeah. though. That might just be me. My face. He's a little slow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I, it, I'll you know, it, yeah, it, it makes sense. You know, like every everything in my life, I feel like always builds up to the point where I'm at, and just like you know, having you on the show right now, Doug, and having like this this giant disaster. It's like this is this is it. This is the authenticity. Of just what what our lives are doing this show every week, you know. Hey, if nothing just, else, it's authentic. It's it's um it's surreal in the most real of ways, you know. All right, that's how I feel. I'll give you that. Well, I, that's how I like it. Exactly. But yeah, Doug. Um, I also wanted to say too, you were uh you were a guest over on the our our friends over at Mega sixty four did the uh, Mega sixty four X uh online comic-con recently and that was a lot of fun to see you on there just doing your set and i you know i've seen you at their uh game days in the past and we we've we've crossed paths a number of times over the over the last several years yeah didn't i run into you at the at mars brewery brewery yeah maybe? yeah yeah you were you, were, you yeah you were doing the uh yeah the two at crew was dropping their new uh limited edition blue piss <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious man um good piss yeah I have one can left. I'm gonna have one can left. It's gonna be one of my family heirlooms. Oh man, passed down. You know, you're gonna open that thing. You're not gonna know if it's like moldy or if it's just the the discoloration that was put in there. You know? Yeah, I like to think you know we made the first blue beer. I've never seen a blue beer before. I haven't That's either. Cool that they were able to. Pull I haven't that either. Off. I know. Me and Grant were just talking before the show. We got this like 
we got these classic brown beer bottles on the desk here just like something straight out of a cartoon but it's just like just a nice you look at this and you're it's thinking so it's aesthetically pleasing to look at yeah it's a nice a brown bottle classic adult beverage but uh, you know what you switched it up you went blue not, and I'm not just talking about you know you, you don't you don't get crass like that but you you did go blue you got to go blue with your jokes and your beer that's what I'm saying so um let me see here let's move on to a little bit of our own show news uh we got a live show coming up here very soon uh, August what? 26th that's right August 26th it's a Thursday night at 7 p.m. at the Lincoln Lodge in Logan Square in Neo Chicago. Uh, if you haven't got a ticket, tickets are available now in the episode description. If you're on YouTube, if you're on any podcast app, just go ahead and scroll down and find that ticket, get one, because it's going to be a good time. We got friends of the show, Brandon Kirkman and Martin Felschman will be on the show. And who knows what kind of crazy surprises we'll cook up for you. It'll, it'll be like this, but in person. It'll be like Watch this. Watch as I scramble to open links. And maybe we should have a delay at the live shows, too. <laughs> It's so like they they with every time they want to answer, we're like, no, no, hold on, like give it like a right, second, right, yeah. yeah. Just so, like you said, for the authenticity, exactly. Uh, but let's move right along to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show. That's right, I'm talking about two minutes of hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying, random crap that we see on the internet every single day of our waking lives, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's God forbid Facebook. Because you say something wrong on Facebook these days, you're going to end up in Facebook jail, and that's no good. So, yikes! My two minutes of hate this week is when people who cause trouble on Twitter or people who kind of become voices of like bad faith arguments on Twitter, they have like they'll have like an avatar to their name, and then it's like when you and it's like maybe it's like a cartoon character or something you're familiar with basically the one example that i was thinking of there's this guy on twitter he's always picking fights he's always getting in um i forgot his handle it's like lo-fi republican or something oh, but no. he's got this avatar it's diddy kong with a backwards hat and it's like everybody's always like dunking on this guy talking shit about this guy because he's always like just picking fights on twitter and saying the dumbest right. shit and then now it's like whenever whenever i say diddy kong you think of the guy. I'm thinking about lo-fi Republican on Twitter, and it's just it's one of these guys. He got Twitter famous just because he's stirring he's stirring some shit up, you know. And he did it in, like I said, in bad faith. And he did it by using our our wonderful uh, our wonderful primate friends, uh, Diddy Kong's beloved face. character, just rubbed through the dirt. Beloved icon, yes, it's very sad. And I feel like I've seen that happen with other accounts online on Twitter and stuff where. You were so you know they may not have their face attached to their account. They may just have like a recognizable character. But then it kind of like sours the you know sours the character. Have you guys ever seen anything like this, Grant? I know you've for a while you had that avatar of uh, Luigi giving the middle finger. Yeah, that was awesome. And now I can't. See I want to go back to it. I can't see Luigi giving the middle finger anymore without thinking of your uh, shenanigans and chicanery on on the, on the internet. Yeah. Um. There's one account that's like Kim Possible Facts. And there's, like, been some weird hubbub about, like, who possibly runs that account. And every time I see Kim Possible, I think weird thoughts. Weird, what kind of weird thoughts? Like, angry thoughts. Angry thoughts. Okay. Not that I was a fan of that show, but, you know, it's like... So fine if you were. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's all I... I know, Doug, I don't, I don't know if you're too familiar with this or not, but just, like, you know, we're, we're coming into an age where the internet has become simultaneously more anonymous and less anonymous where it's like I, I i feel like i you know i got no problem putting my face on my account you know my avatar on social media it's my 
my stupid face, you know, from a video we did. And I think like it, it kind of makes me, to be honest, I think it kind of makes me stay on better behavior because if I'm hiding behind something that isn't me or isn't my name, I might be inclined to act like differently or get in, you know, get in some trouble, cause some mischief. But it's like when I have my name on something and my face attached to it, I'm like, you know, I better be on my be- like best behavior. If that makes any sense at all, I don't know. I'm probably talking yeah, about a question. I, uh, a it was stuff. a question that me- meandered. <laughs> I, I was I was about to I was about to yeah anyway you froze for a second but you're back um yeah I just had that yesterday um I had this I mean it was everything I do on Twitter I don't do Twitter as much these days because people are just so I don't know they just like to just argue and I don't know yeah. it used to be a place of fun and jokes and now it's yeah. now it's hundred percent like, yeah uh, just kind of annoying and uh, I just thought of this joke yesterday that. I, I I wrote it and then I saved it to a draft and then I woke up this morning and I kind of like tweaked it and then I saved it to a draft again because yeah. I'm like, do I want to start some shit? It's going to turn into a whole thing. But the joke is, if we have this, you know, there's climate change emergency that we're learning about here that we're learning more and yeah. more about. And maybe if population, I this isn't the exact, this is a very more long winded way of saying it. But if if there's if if there's a lot less people on Earth. Maybe that'll take a burden off of all the resources and all the <laughs> yeah. thing, right? So maybe we should be maybe we should be uh, applauding the anti-vaxxers. So because maybe a lot of them will kind of help us <laughs> depopulate the planet. We shouldn't be yeah. all mad at them. We should be it's like going to happen anyway. It. You know, we should they 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 could be our they're the heroes. Really, the anti-vaxxers <laughs> are the true heroes because they're sacri- they maybe they're sacrificing their lives to to help with the climate emergency unknowingly. You know, I would say, yeah, the anti-vaxxers are definitely like the anti-heroes of the modern day, you know? Yeah. They're morally gray. You know, you may not agree with everything they do or say, but at, this, at the end of the day, you know, they're they're taking up less of the uh, the oxygen emissions. So maybe, maybe, hey, maybe this planet will survive in the end after all. Like maybe that's the grand plan of this. This virus came, it, like the earth invented it because humans are burning the place down. So they're like, we got to get some of these people out of here. And the, if the anti-vaxxers are the ones that are going to get hit hardest, maybe we should like say thank you <laughs> to them. There are uh, not all heroes wear capes. Essential workers. Not, not all heroes get vaxxed. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Not not all heroes smoke vapes. There we go. <laughs> Has anyone anyone done that? I don't before? think so. Hey, feel free to feel free to keep that one in the draft. Throw it on a shirt. So did you did you uh, end up posting that, Doug, or were you just kind of holding off and thinking like you might? feel like a little bit nervous uh that's 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 still in the drafts i mean that's that could be a thought cops exclusive if you want that i mean it's not even that great of something i just i think it's kind of a funny thing to think about like definitely you know maybe that'll help us all get along a little bit more that's i'm just trying to come up with solutions on how to make the world just get along better (laughs) right yeah see maybe that's a good tag for the post too so it's like if anybody like comes at you for later you can say like hey i just want to have i'm just trying to create some world peace ease tensions you know right yeah i'm trying to look at the silver lining and and every topic i'm not trying to say i'm right you're wrong i'm trying to say like there's a place for everybody that's right i like that real consequentialist take yeah i i do also have that apprehension towards just like anything that i put out recently whether it's a tweet or a video or whatever where it's just like man i really like i just don't want to deal with the whole like starting shit thing and it's like yeah shit just sits in your drafts for forever and eventually i just go fuck it i don't i don't need to i don't need to post anything at all ever 
Yeah. What's that's, the point of it? <laughs> yeah, it makes you it makes you want to not post things. I mean, I I I do that. I'm kind of like you know that's not really my lane is getting political and yeah, stuff same. anyway. But you know, so I just try to yeah. It kind of makes me like want to post less, but which is good because I think a lot of that's maybe that's my two minutes of hate. Some people are just like posting everything all the time it's like curate your posts a little bit folks 100 percent, yeah and before i will jump to that first but my punishment for the people who are you know people who are hiding behind their diddy kongs and their luigi's or whatever the case put your real name on there dox yourself i want to see a face i want to see a name i want to see your home address and social security because it will make you stay on better behavior it'll make you stay humble as well and i think there's nothing wrong with that i would like to add i would like to add on on Instagram, all these people talking to me, writing comments, and it's like, okay, well, who are you? And then it's a private account. Right. You know, don't like, be pe- private account. I'm out there. I'm putting myself <laughs> out see there. What's going but on what do you got there? to hide? If you got something to hide, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same on uh I'm on I'm on TikTok a lot, and uh you'll get a lot of hateful comments from user number four nine two eight seven five and it's just like just put a name at least just ryan just uh, put the name ryan right. like that doesn't the even have to be your numbers, name but just the, like put do user something. numbers are yeah do something put make up a be called something don't just be the default user <laughs> right number in line just like mash the keyboard yeah that's you don't me. have any voice yeah like if that's then that should be like well you your comment doesn't count if, if that's your if that's as much effort as you're putting into it you're not a person you don't exist have some as far as i'm concerned yeah that's right so um doug if you were saying if you could elaborate on your two minutes of hate a little bit and we could punish that well my maybe i, I misunderstood when you said about the two minutes of hate because i have two minutes of hate of something from the real that's world. fine too we, we people give up people go off all on sorts all kinds of, of things at, yeah at this point cyberspace and the real world are so intermeshed that it, it doesn't it's all the same it's one and the same same shit, same toilet. I mean, I guess we've all been in our houses for, you know, we spent the whole year kind of hiding away from the rest of the yeah. public. And um, I would just like to say that I, this is might take longer than two minutes, but I think there's too many dogs out there. Oh. And look, before you, before you rip my head off, <laughs> I'm a, I, I've owned dogs. I had a dog yeah. for 11 years. She was Bug. wonderful. But some of these dogs out there, yeah, some of these dogs out there, they're they're aggressive. They're always barking, 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 barking. Everyone's got a dog. It's like maybe maybe not everyone needs a dog anymore. Like there's too many dogs. Let's roll down the dog population. Hey, well, there too. we go. Right up there. Uh, give the dogs a vape. You know, see what you know. See what happens. See what happens. But a uh, dog. One <laughs> one thing to that point is I have heard that there was a lot of pet adoptions during the pandemic because people were lonely they went in the companion but then i was also hearing that as things started to open back up people were taking the pets back to the pound yeah what's up with that yeah it's yeah it's very selfish and um you know i i was i i almost uh adopted a dog a few months ago and i had this cute dog that somebody like found it was a stray and i thought maybe you know i would like a little a dog again then i had him for three weeks or so or maybe a month and i realized it should i live alone so it was like the dog was kind of sad when i was gone and i just felt bad for the dog and i found another home where he lived in a house with like three or four people and he had like he wasn't you know it was like after i got rid of that dog i realized maybe dogs aren't great uh 
for everybody. Yeah, for yeah, everybody. Sure, yeah. Like, you know, if you're, it's like, uh, you know, if you live on a farm, you sh- maybe a dog would be great. And if you're a family and, you know, the dog gets to, I don't know. I just think, yeah, people got those, they, they, they adopted those dogs out of being selfish. And this is a hot take. And I know people might hate on this. I'm just, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of being a little facetious or whatever, but I don't know. Lately, I've been playing volleyball and people were bringing their dogs and their dogs are just tied up and they're just like constantly like barking at something. And it's like, I think I'm just, maybe I'm in the dog zone lately. And it's like, these dogs need to be curated. Yeah. 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 Like my, my neighbor across the hall from me in my building has a dog and she's like never home. And it's kind of sad. Like I, I honestly yeah, feel kind of bad. It's just like abuse, man. Well, because it's like every time I walk, every time I walk up the yeah. stairs and I'm like putting my keys in my door, I hear the dog going nuts because like the dog thinks it's the owner and it's never, you know. And I'll hear the owner come come by once in a while, but they're like out and about constantly. And I hear this dog like every time I come up the stairs, will leave my leave my apartment, enter my apartment. It's like they get all excited, and it's like ah, sorry, it's just me. Yeah, and in my neighborhood, we have a lot of people with dogs that are just sort of like in their in in the yard so when i'm walking down the street all of a sudden out of nowhere I'll be like and it's like this terrifying like yeah that's scare. a good jump scare <laughs> and those dogs they're not people don't walk in those dogs they're just like a dog like a prison dog that like guards the yard or something and uh i just you know i, I feel bad for the dogs and I, I am a dog lover and this is out of being a dog lover i feel like these dogs aren't in the best situation and maybe we should stop like breeding them and having so many i agree you know, maybe there's a there's a way. You know, we got to start spaying and neutering them, like um, like that. Like, like, like a great that, man once said, from, Bob Barker. Bob Barker, yeah, the great Bob Barker, and that's kind of a fun, great last name for a dog lover. That's a you know, that's a good point. Yeah, spay and neuter your pets, Bob Barker. Barker, I hardly <laughs> know her, but uh, yeah, uh, more to Doug's point. Um, also, like, yeah, we, we there are too many types of dog. And there's so many that are just like fucked, man. We've fucked up the entire species. Like the best dog you can get is the one that's just like the closest to like whatever dog's ancestors were. And everything else, it's just like they have these smushed faces and they can't breathe. They can't move their legs. They can't give natural birth. And it's like, maybe we should stop pretending that dogs are children and trying to have children dogs where it's your it's your little friend it's not a friend it's an animal and it needs to breathe that's a good point i think to round this all out where all this stuff went wrong was when we started using the term fur baby that's oh my when god yeah everything went Dude. out of control yeah the fur baby thing i was i was noticing that because when i had my dog i would like get a that i had that app mm. rover was it and, rover without uh, the e i remember R O V R. Maybe it's just like a dog walking app. It was fine, but like I remember a lot of them were like, "I'll take care of your fur baby." Yeah, maybe and, pass uh, on that one. Yeah, the f- we could hate on stuff all day if you want. Give me a topic. <laughs> I'll find I, we got it. That's every week, man. I don't know if you saw the doc. We got such a massive we'll lineup. Never, of we'll things. never get through all the hate. Yeah. honestly. And to be fair, some of that's outdated. Which you know, that's just us doing our jobs. It'll come back around. It'll come back around. It always does. It'll come back around. So, Doug, if you had a punishment for this, too many dogs, uh, what would you say? Just kind of go along with the climate change thing again? Just, you know, let nature have at it? Wait, what? What? It would be my solution? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my solution is spay and neuter these dogs and maybe these these breeds, like you were saying, like pugs and stuff that like are suffering like their whole life because they can't breathe and they can't swim and they can't even give birth normally. 
maybe maybe phase maybe let them live happy lives but not keep making more and maybe let the dogs that are uh, take care of our dogs better and we'll just kind of have less of them uh, as those generations die out and maybe if you maybe not anyone can get a dog maybe you need to go to some kind of like yeah school the, or there like, should you be a- taking it you got to get like a dog license. Yeah, there should definitely be more of a vetting you process know? for a lot of this stuff. Or it's like even I like I don't feel like I'm even responsible enough. And I oh, yeah, you know, no. and I grew up with dogs. So it's like I don't know, it's a, it's a lot of responsibility. Quick addendum to that. Anybody that breaks the rules and laws of the dog license, primus on repeat until you go crazy. Primus. Everything. Too many puppies <laughs> all the time. 24/7 too many puppies until you realize that you you got too many puppies. There's too many until it cracks through and breaks your psyche down, and you realize the fault of your ways. No, no more, no more. Now, Grant, I see you getting pretty hot over there. What's your two minutes of hate? I'm angry. Um, <laughs> my two minutes of hate. Oh man, this is this is two minutes of uh, heartbreak and self stupidity. Um, my two minutes of hate is. Uh, <sighs> We're, you know, Kevin, you're talking earlier in the show about uh, all of these foundational comedy entities that we've all grown to know and love and stuff like that. And, you Correct. know, like you get to see sort of behind the curtain with a lot of people and some people you don't really. And there's a lot of people that tend to play up a certain persona and you're like, this is it's a joke, right? It's a joke. The, the persona is a joke. And they're like behind every persona, there's a normal person. Like, I do believe that a lot of art comes from a lot of dark places and that some of the best artists are really just trying to reconcile with some deep, dark, heavy shit. But then then you grow up listening to, I don't know, let's say just name any band mindless oh, self-indulgence. God. Let's say you grow up listening to mindless self-indulgence and you're a teenager and you're full of rage and then just the singer just actually is a pedophile and wasn't joking about it. You're kind of like, well, I feel stupid. To be fair, weird thing to joke about, but also like... It- weird thing to joke about, but I, it's, it's not just that because it, you know, as, as far as two minutes of hate is concerned, it's never just that because there's all, there's all types of people, these ironic edgelord type whoever... And like you, you buy into it and you buy into it that it's a bit and that it's supposed to be some sort of deeper meaning that there's, there's something that it's just a, a cultural criticism. It's a reflection of ourselves. And it's not. It's just that people are sometimes pedophiles and sing songs <laughs> about being pedophiles and you feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, I'm not going to name names, but like a lot of comedians and content creators over the years who you're watching their stuff and you may be thinking like oh this is like ironic this is but you right, know right. they're doing a character they're doing a character and then all of a sudden you realize that it's not a character it's just and that, an like, excuse and you buy into it because you know again like you relate to certain art pieces and you relate to angst and anger and like just wanting to give the world a middle finger and like maybe this offends some people or whatever and then it turns out that it's like oh it offends people for a reason because like what you actually think and do behind closed doors is disgusting and it's always heartbreaking because it's like there's so many like people who are like so cutting edge that i've looked up to as a comedian as a content creator as a musician for however long and then it's just like 
oh, they're like actually really bad. Yeah, it's always a bummer, man. I, it's, it's a shame. I, I know, like, I, Doug, I'm sure, like, again, without naming names, I'm sure that you've come across a number of examples of this where you see people who have kind of taken a turn ideologically, or maybe they're kind of just, you, you know, kind of like I was saying. Or maybe they show their true selves over time. Yeah. Maybe yeah. their true self was always there. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, it's each, it's a case by case thing. I mean, no, first of all, no one's perfect. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the one thing that I think Bill Maher was ranting about last week where there's there were people that were working on the Olympics who had to resign or were fired because they said something in the uh, 90s. I mean, yeah, that's like, right, like, right. You know, like there's that kind of crap where it's like, that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's like, you know, I, we've all said dumb stuff when we were younger and it's in a different context and it's like we all learn from right. our mistakes and it's like, why do we? Why are we punished now for saying stuff deep in the past? But maybe you're not talking about that. Maybe you're talking about someone who it turns out now they're they're saying a lot of problematic stuff, or they're it turns out they're abusive and they're yeah, you know, right. They're, they're on a power. They're on a power trip or something. I mean, we. I I am on the yeah. It kind of it's a case by case basis, but yeah, it is a it is disappointing when you when you learn that people are kind of shitty. That you looked up to and you know sometimes i would like to think that people should get a chance to um learn from their mistakes but if they if they double down and yeah i mean it's like depends right what yeah we're talking about not naming not naming names but like yeah it's right it's, <laughs> right, right, right. it's disappointing not not like a Harvey not even shot. i mean once bill one once bill cosby like once i think that was the big one that was like because he was he went from being the arbiter of of family man, uh, whatever, like, uh, values. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, right. Kind of, like, looked up to. It's like, other people like Weinstein. It's like, <laughs> he just seemed, you know, no one's looking right, up to right. him. He's just like, he's probably oh, a yeah. shady guy. No one ever thought, like, uh, he, his personality was, anyway, he's a behind-the-scenes guy. But, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know what to say about that. That's just a weird... Yeah, and I... I do think weird. that there is, like, you know, for, for better or for worse, there is a lot of mob mentality that, like, I, I do think is less than forgiving. And I definitely think that, like, seeking out growth in people is, like, a very important attribute in order to just, like, make a better society for people, right? Um, that you, you want people to grow. You want people to get better. I'd rather have a guy that used to be a white supremacist not be a white supremacist anymore than have a guy still be a white supremacist it's sort of thing you know like you you want growth you want change you want the world to be better over time uh but also like yeah i mean i think uh more so to my point like the the frustration of like when people tell you exactly who you are and you like try and look past it and then it's like oh no they are that like this wasn't a character you know, yep. that that I think is incredibly frustrating as somebody who just like always tried to voraciously consume different content, different art, different media, stuff like that, you know, and it's like you you defend it and then it's like, oh, my defense was worthless, you know, at how, this point in time. How would you punish him? Uh, jail. <laughs> jail. Wow. Phoning it in. I mean, depending on the crime. Yeah. Go to jail. I re guess. Yeah, rehabilitation. You know, you're going to fund a rehab center? Yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't like the culture of punishing. Um, I understand the cathartic, uh, why people would want to do that. Right. I guess calling, I, I just think there's a lot of people out there like, you know, people should be held accountable, but also sh- people shouldn't be like digging up tweets from 10 years ago to try to like, you know, gotcha on, on, you know, try to get bust people with. You know, yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. it, it feels very disingenuous. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, yeah, but yeah, when, when, if, if, if you just want to punish someone, say someone's a white supremacist, you just want to punish them and like dunk on them on Twitter or whatever, how, that's not going to change anyone's mind. That's probably just going to make, make them double down. Yeah, you pretty know? much. So that the whole, the whole, both sides of, both sides of, of that are kind of doing it wrong mostly that yeah, I, yeah, I would say there's a lot of, I, I don't, like a lot of overcorrecting yeah. and just like people like, yeah, really digging their heels into the sand, being like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. So it's all for. Yeah. But like Grant said, they're going to jail. Well, you know, good, if you're if one. you're a pedophile, you probably belong in jail. But like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, everything else sort of case by case basis. I know I just rattled off just some random band that I probably made up in my head and that, you know, whatever. But like. You know, outside of that specific example, maybe the like, guy's yeah. name is like Jimmy Piss, Jimmy or something, something like that. Who knows? Or some some other people. What what was that band? What was that band you said? And it, is that a yeah, real it's a, it's story. a real story? Mindless self indulgence. It turns out that the singer who you know I listened to them a lot, like in eighth grade, beginning of high school, like ends up like like yeah, he is sort of a bad person, groomer, underage type, you know. Nasty stuff. Yeah. Well, never meet your heroes because a lot of times you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I feel like anyone, you know, you didn't meet him. I don't. I'm not saying right, you right. met him. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, maybe one day you will. Yeah. So you can't listen to the music anymore. You can't listen to it anymore. What about the guitar player? What about the bass player? <sighs> oh man, you can throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh man, if if they that's knew, what I was thinking too. If they knew about possible sex crimes and they were covering up for it, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> Especially when they have songs that are like a five-year-old panty shot and say the N-word a lot and yeah, things like weird. that. It's sort of like, oh, the, uh, yeah, no, he was telling us all. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It wasn't irony. It was just, he just... Doug, don't you have a joke about that with like the... Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. I, it's, it's a way to listen to Michael Jackson without offending other people because you celebrate the guitar part or the keyboard part <laughs> instead of instead of his lyrics yeah. and the singing because the the other musicians you know they're not they're ostensibly not um problematic just cut out the prince of pop and you got yourself a wonderful song <laughs> oh man exactly. that's, that's so hard to do with mindless self-indulgence because i'm pretty sure that that was just like a one-man band with just other people happen to be there that's kind of the impression i got too yeah but speaking of impressions well, let's, he, the band oh, ahead, is Doug. called the, the i was saying the band is called mindless self-indulgence so <laughs> i thought it, he's like i that was the name of my that's the name of my band, i tried to warn so you yeah it's yeah I tried we should have listened you. we should have listened the whole time but instead i was i was thinking it was ironic it apparently it wasn't ironic i don't you know you gave him the benefit of the doubt there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that don't beat yourself up over that i guess so i really do yeah, don't be mad. At, don't beat yourself up. There's other bands out yeah, there. there. There's other better bands out there, too. Uh, Impossible. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, d- I do try and see the best in humanity to m- the best of my ability. So speaking of <laughs> seeing the best in humanity, it's getting harder. It's getting harder. 
It really is. Uh, so on that note, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories and then sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and quite often unusual punishment. Let's talk about Cuomo. We're talking about freaks and sickos. Let's talk about uh, oh, uh, soon-to-be former Governor uh, Cuomo. Grant, if you want to pull up the video here. <sighs> yeah. So this is just like, I, I mostly just want to talk about, and again, I'm not looking to get political here and not whatever but uh we're gonna play the video here which is his um apology i guess you could call it kind of a strange one so i'll read the headline here uh, cuomo plays slideshow of him touching and kissing people in defense of allegations that he sexually harassed women this yeah this is gonna be good so we'll play this in here gesture i do it with everyone black and white young and old, straight, and LGBTQ, powerful people, friends, strangers, people who I meet on the street. It's a lot of touching. After the event, the woman told the press that she took offense at the gesture. And for that, I apologize. Another woman stated, that I kissed her on the forehead at our Christmas party and that I said, ciao, Bella. Now, I don't remember doing it, but I'm sure that I did. I do kiss people on the forehead. I do kiss people on the cheek. I do kiss people on the hand. I do embrace people. I do <laughs> hug people. Men and women. It's just a slideshow of evidence. I do on occasion say, ciao, Bella. <laughs> on occasion, I do slip and say, sweetheart or darling or honey. I do banter with people. I do tell jokes. He riffs. Some better than others. I am the same person in public as I am in private. You have seen me do it on TV through all my briefings and for 40 years before that. I try to put people at ease. I try to make them smile. All right. And the last one is a picture of him getting kissed. How about that? <sighs> now, you know, on, he says, on occasion, I've been known to say, ciao, Bella. And who hasn't, you know? So, what, so there's a famous picture of him saying i'm not perverted i'm italian is that, that real i think that might be fake i looked okay. into it but it, it, it again that was kind of, that, that was kind that was of the, the message breakdown yeah yeah like maybe don't be like so italian <laughs> maybe tone down the the italian because it's know. like not everybody is comfortable with that kind of stuff you know and that, that's something that there's a lot of conversation about you know not everybody i wouldn't want to get fucking kissed on the forehead at a christmas party this guy comes out to me says, look at me you fanook and just like grabs my cheeks and forcibly kisses me on the forehead like i don't want that that would make me uncomfortable and i'm sure it makes a lot of people uncomfortable yeah it happens well i think uh you know it's good that he stepped down if it was he's a democrat uh, yeah. right yeah I mean, not to be political, but if that was a Republican, he's not Seth yeah. Rollins, and he would not, he would just, he would deny, and he would be, he would actually do some kind of, like, rally, you know, and, and do some tour, like that guy, Matt yeah, Gates yeah. or whatever. He'd double down, yeah. You know, he's out, he's out, yeah, he, they double down with their, uh, every time they get accused of something, they're, they're like bullies, where they're like, no, I didn't, you, you actually, it's yeah. you, you're the, yeah, you stop kissing yourself, stop kissing yourself. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think yeah. the the Matt Gates thing. Uh, Matt Gates said that he was getting people were trying to do cancel culture on him. They said, "Oh, you're trying to cancel me." It's like, sir, you, you, sir. <laughs> was that intentional? You? No, it wasn't. Okay, I'm, I'm go, very okay. sick right now. Just going on, like, sir. You, you may be a pedophile, like you know. Yeah, you're buying seventeen year old escorts on Venmo. No one's trying to do cancel culture. They're trying to do criminal justice. <laughs> <laughs> and again, just a very, a very weird apology. It's like he goes on the news and he's like, "Hey, here's a slideshow of me touching and kissing dozens and dozens of people, <laughs> old people, powerful people, all kinds of people. I touch them, I kiss them. I'm Italian. Sometimes you're Italian. I don't know much about that that story, but like he must have done more. That's than what touching, I'm thinking. Right? Like if he's stepping yeah. down over this, it's like uh, it stands to reason probably something right. A lot of something else happened. And again, I don't know for sure. I don't know. But, you know, politics, baby, it's a dangerous game. He's had a nice run. He can take and step down. Let someone else do. That and I don't think he's all too popular in New York you know? after the whole. Yeah. After he. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus <laughs> the, the whole old person. <laughs> right. Uh, the right. Old folks right. home were like, yeah, he's got to go from for that. If anything, right. he's got to go. He said he's going in there kissing him. He's like, I don't care. I don't give a shit if I get sick. I'm getting in there. I'm giving him. I'm, I'm forcing myself on him. It's very strange how, like, in politics, you can do crimes against humanity and then, like, not get punished. But then you do, like, you know, something like this. And it's like, you get got. And it's like, not that I disagree with the getting got for this, but it's just like, man, we we really should have drove home that... uh old people dying thing that happened and we tried uh sleep science in the chat here says that yeah he was horribly abusive and sexually harassed his employees he didn't mention that yeah He's gotta, gotta go. go then get him out of here bye bye <laughs> <laughs> i think these people that want to be politicians that i mean that's a big problem with these politicians is like pretty much all of them are they just they're already uh they want that power they, they're they're it should be we should elect people that don't want the position. You know, they have. It's like jury duty. It's like, sorry, you got you got called up. You got to be governor I like for a that. while, and you've been randomly selected because it turns out you're not a you're not a piece of shit. So, like, right, we need you to run the, the place because if we get this other guy, he's make, gonna make a lot of bad decisions, and he's gonna like abuse. He his wants power that power, yeah. Especially people. when your dad used to be the governor, yeah. and then you are the governor. It's like maybe we don't do this thing like you remember we used to have kings and queens and then they were just like hey my son or daughter is now the king or queen it's like maybe we just don't maybe we stop doing this you know <laughs> new york royalty send him to jail passing down the meatball <sighs> what are they going to elect his brother now maybe i do miss when those guys would get on the air and argue with each other they they remember had that? they do you remember when they told them you can't do that anymore because this like defies journalistic integrity and they were like, oops. Come on. Hey, that's not what mother said. Your mother, I know mother raised you better than that. Come on. So uh, yeah, I think that that would be my punishment for, um, for Cuomo is to get on there, get it back on the news of this brother. Just give these guys a prime time slot, like give them an hour to go back and forth and riff with each other. Cause he says like, I like banter. I riff, you know, I want to see, yeah, just give him a show. Wait, if he said that, if he said that thing about being that Italian, talk? right, that's his excuse. Did he say, like, wasn't it one of his excuses is like, I was just being Italian? Well, why don't well, we give like, him an Italian punishment? <laughs> what would that be like? You think a mafia style? What are you doing? Yeah. 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 Something like that. <laughs> make him 
Hey, I'm not saying any. I'm not really saying anything. I'm just saying, you know, you know if, if something were to happen, let's just Cinder say, block shoes. Yeah, if something were to happen, that would be that would be such that would be terrible. If something were you to know, happen, my first thing I was like, yeah, cut off his pinky finger. I'm like, oh, that's the Japanese mafia. But hey, you know what? If it works, it works. Speaking of working, uh, y'all see some of these celebs are refusing to shower. Now what's going on with this? You see this? Come you heard this? So this is like an ongoing thing. And uh, I, I, it seemed to have culminated at a head where Jake Gyllenhaal was doing a interview about his bathing habits for some reason, and he said, uh, he he waits until he see or he more and more I find bathing to be unnecessary. Gyllenhaal forty told Vanity Fair last week. Uh, this is in a long line of other celebrities. Um. Uh, who's the 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 woman from the Good Place? I can't think of her name. Uh, Kristen um, Kristen Bell, yeah, and her husband Dax Shepard were like, we don't wash our kids unless we see dirt. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have been like, yeah, we don't shower either, and it's very much in line with that whole thing of all these celebrities that are like, ooh, I just ate bugs for the first time. Yum yum! You should all eat bugs. It's the same like logic. Eat bugs. Don't shower. It's weird. It's what like a they vast conspiracy. Us? I don't know. It's what they're trying not to sell us, which is showering. Doug, you seeing this kind of crap out there in La La Land? <laughs> Nobody showering. You can smell them a mile away. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, guys. I'm kind of into them not showering. But no, I'm confused because there's such like there's such a word, you know, a lot. Remember, like the Imagine music video and all the celebrities got together and we got to wash your hands and stay safe. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, yep. yeah, no, the covid virus, you know, it doesn't. Let's let's just not even let, fuck washing hands. I'm yeah, not even going to shower. Soap. I'm confused. And they're also trying to peddle their own soap. Yeah, I mean, I I've never heard of this. This no showering thing. This is the first time I've heard this, of this is story, new, but it's um, new. You know, um, they they could be doing worse things. I guess it sounds like uh, maybe a slow news week <laughs> if they're if they're if this is a story. I mean, look if it if we're in a drought and they're living in L.A., I say okay, that's a good point. That's a you good know, point. Um, we are we already have to be kind of apart, and if it doesn't bother me, if you know, save some water if if that's what you want to do. I don't care as long as it doesn't affect me. You know, me and Jake hang out and. Uh, he doesn't shower, <laughs> but he does smear um, cocoa butter all over his body to kind of make up for it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't hang out with Jake. And they I, don't, said, I don't know. And they said it's just as good, uh, I assume. I, I, I say I want to know their reasons for not doing it. And maybe they don't need to bathe their kids all the time unless they see dirt. What if, if they said, unless we see poo... Then that would be like, all right. Yeah. I'm, that's that's basically that's what Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell said. They're just like, yeah, if our kid doesn't have shit on him, uh, we're not going to wash him. It just, it, it, it reeks, forgive the pun, it reeks of just like that there is some sort of ulterior motive. And I feel like as a thought cop, I have to get to the bottom of it because it it is like, yeah, if it's like, oh, drought in California, it's like, yeah, just be like, hey. We all have to conserve. But the the issue with you say, oh, we all have to conserve water is everyone goes, oh, well, what about the farming industry? What about industrial uses? Like, you can't always boil it down to personal responsibility. And I feel like these people are trying to boil it down to personal responsibility and be like, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower. 
Maybe I don't need to either. He's successful. He's charming. He was in Donnie Darko. And I see they're trying to justify here saying when the body sweats, it's a natural way of removing toxins. I guess you don't want to get that shit off you. I don't know. So yeah, you you still you. I mean, look, I, I there could be something to and, that. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am open. I'm open minded to the to not because I I do think that there maybe is a an, an abundance of soaps and antibacterial soaps and shampoos that maybe people are just to be devil's advocate here that maybe maybe there's something um, to that. I'm not saying you right, want right. to be gross and dirty all the time, but like maybe you don't need to. Maybe for Jake Gyllenhaal and you're just at home all day and you're you're in your pool and uh, you're driving around your brand new Tesla X and you don't really encounter anything and you never break a sweat. Maybe he doesn't need to. Yeah, if that's your lifestyle. I'm- or maybe, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to know why. Why do they think this? And I want to know the science behind it because I'm open-minded about the science of things. Sleep science is maybe agreeing with you. Or I guess he wouldn't know about bathing science as much as sleep science. But um, yeah, I know we did talk about a couple weeks back about how like doc like people throughout the pandemic were showering less and how doctors were agreeing with that because if you shower too often, oh yeah, it, we talked about we that. did talk about that, but it it just seems to be like one of those things that it's like. Why is this so forced now? Why is this coming up all of a sudden? It's like if people are already showering less and it's just sort of like a way to naturally balance out the the hormones and oils and shit going on on your skin, like then we're already doing it. We don't need Jake Gyllenhaal telling us to do it while wearing a rabbit costume, stabbing a mirror with a knife. Wait, you know what I mean? Was he ever in the rabbit costume? No. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, for instance, that could be a thing that, that happens. That could be I a thing know. that happens. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm confused, though, because... I mean, you, you... Like, what about the washing hands, you know? I was saying, you did have a... You had a point about, um, about like, putting it on the individual as far as, like, whatever waste of... Say there's a, a right. drought. It's not people taking too many showers. It's it's giant corporations <laughs> right. running running rampant with their wasteful practices or whatever. And, you know... Uh, exploiting resources for profit it's it's that kind of thing so i'm on your side as far as that goes um and i'm saying that as you know i i went i have pretty much a vegan diet for the last three or four years and i do it for all the reasons one of them is environmental but people will say like there's you know the individual even if we all did that it's not gonna and i agree with that too but it doesn't mean we all need to be wasteful also right and i'm not defending jake or or whatever or condemning Jake Gyllenhaal on this specific topic, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, the focus should be on if it if he's doing it for some kind of environmental reason, it should be on the corporation's exploitation and wastefulness. It does make it does make me that. wonder if um because I've I've been seeing this with some of the uh, anti-vax protests, and maybe I'll so circle back around with that, but like. It does make me wonder if Jake Gyllenhaal and Kristen Bell and Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, if all these people have been like hired by the the fucking uh, almond industry, big they, almond, big almond, uh, they call it. If they're if they're like, hey, go go on TV and say that you don't shower, and they're just like, yeah, give me fifty million dollars, and they're like, done. That's nothing to us. Like maybe there's some sort of weird thing because. I was reading this entire Twitter thread 
about like some of these people at these anti-vax protests and how they're all like they all have like imdb credits to their name and how they're basically just failed actors that are getting hired in order to attend these protests and it just makes me wonder like who isn't doing that you know i'll tell you who that's I'll tell you who, wild who's hiring who's hiring the anti-vax uh that's a yeah that's a very that's good question. question what talent agency is that <laughs> whoever the op big almond big nut <laughs> whoever the opposite of george soros is but get this it, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many celebrities aren't washing themselves because dwayne the rock johnson came out and said the opposite he said i am the opposite of a not washing themselves celebrity <laughs> He says he takes three or four showers a day. He says, I take a cold shower when I roll out of bed in the morning to get my day rolling. I take a warm shower after my workout before work. And then I take a hot shower after I get home from work. I face wash, body wash, exfoliate, and I sing off key in the shower. Hero. The guy's got a huge body, too. He's got to well, have their water running for so long to hit every <laughs> crevice. I mean, the guy looks amazing. So maybe what, I'll have what yeah. he's having. I guess I gotta up my shower take and that. Say. But you know, does he sing off key? Does he sing off key on purpose? That's uh, he's my just, question. It's kind of like not showering. I'm not gonna sing on key. <laughs> he's trying to conserve uh uh resonance. The, yeah, sure. Something like that. Right. <laughs> uh so that's my 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 punishment, I guess, is um I don't even know. Like who are we 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 punishing big almond, we punishing the celebrities. What I guess we- the celebrities, because the celebrities are the one that are peddling this shit. And honestly, it, it reminds me of like when you would read about like uh like uh French high culture and shit like that, and they all had like syphilis and they were all doing like crazy things. They were all like cannibals and shit like that, and then the normal people were like, Hey, these high society folks sure are fucked up. Maybe we just like create more and more of a division, and uh, I don't know. I was gonna say maybe we could just get some more rain in Los Angeles. You know, just yeah. outside, don't have to waste anything. Yeah, that also makes sense, I guess. But let's move on though to uh, I want to see what their what their lawns look like. I want to yeah, I want to see that too. <laughs> I want to see like I want to see that like crabgrass just like thriving in the rain. You know, thriving in the sun. Not you know healthy grass, health healthy uh, shower body. I always say. Or maybe it would be the opposite. If you got a he- if you got a healthy lawn, that means you're not showering. But if you got a if you got a uh, just go step outside during the ra- we we use the harp system. You know, we make more rain in California, and then just step outside and shower. The harp system, yeah, Is the, that the H- conspiracy. H- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm feeding heavy into the conspiracies today. Might as well. <laughs> so, uh, key to the city, something nice, something positive, something. Well, we're giving out the key to Neo Chicago to something good. I'm giving it to Brendan Fraser. You want to pull up that video there, Grant? Sure. Um, um, do you want to set this up as? Yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, there's been sort of a, a a Fraser renaissance in recent times because you know he was a big name in like the 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 90s, the early 2000s, and he he kind of fell off for a little bit there. Yeah, he had some like weird sort of again like Harvey Weinstein esque things that like was sort it? of. Yeah, did like he, I thought, did he get canceled or was it just he no, no, got, no, no? Like he got like sexually harassed and he like oh. took a big step back from things for a while. And Damn, just, like, I did not know that. Yeah, well, no. that that actually sets up this video a little, yeah, a little yeah. better, even. So who he he who harassed him? I want to know who harassed you know, I him. I can't remember off the top of my head. I would have to look it up. But um, should I go ahead and 
hit play. Well, yeah, I want to say too. He's also, I guess, he's going to be in like a Martin Scorsese movie coming up. Yeah, too. so yeah. like he, he's coming back, you know, and he's he's having his comeback. So yeah, Grant, if you want to hit play on this, Oklahoma, that's better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm going to work with Scorsese and Leo and Bob De Niro. Yes, I saw. Congratulations. He's got cowboy hat Thank on. you. I think I might be sick. A little anxious. Oh, oh no, no. I mean, it's going to be fun. <laughs> You've got this. You've got this. Got just, it. Just know that the internet is so behind you. We're so supportive. There are so many people out there who love you, and we're rooting for you, and we can't wait to see what you do next. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's almost getting choked up there. Shucks, ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, I mean like especially to the point you mentioned Grant, it's just good to see the guy, you know, getting some uh getting some kickback, you know, getting moving back up again. Apparently a 2003 incident with HFPA's Philip Burke may have derailed his career. Fuck you, Philip Burke. Yeah. Come to Chicago, I'll I'll kick your ass, Philip Burke in Minecraft. In Minecraft. <clears throat> um, Doug, you got anything positive you want to get off your chest, share with the world? Anything cool, great, nice? Wow, I got to think about that, but I lo- I do like that. I do like that idea of putting the positive things out there because there's a lot of things to be depressed about, to be upset with these days. Yeah, time to focus on the good things that are out there, and that's because, like, yeah, there's a lot Man, of. I like, need a minute to think about. I yeah, no worries, no worries. Yeah. I mean, Grant, you can go first if you want to yeah, give Doug can, a second because. Uh, yeah, there's so much. Honestly, like a lot of the fucking stories we talk about on the show, it's like we we laugh and whatever, but it, they're they're just like shitty. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are just kind of shitty. It's nice to end the show on a more positive note. And like we're we're kind of coming at it from this detached, obs- like observational angle, but you know, we're it's like, nice to be grounded. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. What do you got here? Uh, my key to the city this week goes to um. There's this guy on youtube big joel and uh he makes some pretty good videos he does sort of have a uh a little bit of a dry personality but uh you know so do i uh he made this video called twitter and anti-intellectualism and he just sort of like breaks apart this uh this tweet by another youtuber and like again like the the doubling down and the process and like the the whole idea of like if we sit here and we have a conversation about like a controversial topic or something like that. Like you, you'll sort of have this intellectual back and forth of just like, well, take this into account, take this into account. Maybe you have an entire conversation about it and you learn something along the way and it's all in good faith and stuff like that. And just when people refuse to engage in criticism, when they double down, when they don't open up themselves to the possibility that they might be wrong and how just like a lot of platforms that we have and we use nowadays just like feed into that and stuff like that and i think that this was a good video so it's big joel twitter and anti-intellectualism give it a view it might be enlightening it might not be i don't know do what you want worth a shot yeah uh, Doug, you got anything you want to, any, any, it could be literally anything. One time someone came on the show and gave it to a cat that kept returning to their alley for food that they were feeding outside every day. So it doesn't have to be the internet. It could be whatever. I'm going to give it up. Yeah. I mean, a few things pop to mind. I mean, I've been playing volleyball lately and I'm going to give it up to volleyball nice. because that is a fun, it's a fun sport. Uh, anyone can play it. And, uh, that's been, uh, I think sports and um, just being outside and doing things uh, 
that get your uh, your endorphins totally. flowing, your your natural drugs that are in your body waiting to be released. What are they? Endorphins, dopamine. There's another one that adrenaline. Uh, I think adrenaline. Yeah, those kind of. Well, sometimes adrenaline is bad if you're having a panic attack. That's like an adrenaline rush. That's you want to have that's that. Not on a, the I'm not going to give a big up for that. That's not the key for the city. But um, <laughs> I think um, yeah. yeah, the key the key to the city is just uh, it's um, I think people should get out there and um, ride your bike, do something outside. I think a lot of people are being more into that kind of stuff, which I've always liked. And now I think something about the quarantine and the pandemic has made people seek out that kind of stuff a little more. And that's a trend sure. that I'm into that I think I, I like. Uh, I like that trend. And um, I think people, I think there's a lot of good things that came out of the quarantine too. Like, for example, that people realizing it's, it's nice to be outside more. It's nice to... Uh, I think people are just more excited to be nicer to each other. For I, some I feel that I have a, a, a kind of have a vibe of that going on, you know, where it's like we're all kind of like, all right, we should kind of like uh, come together a little bit. And but there's causes that need we, we need to come together for. And maybe, you know, maybe that's uh, that's something that that's a positive uh, side effect of, of the pandemic. And another thing is like Patreon and things like that are for artists like us. Are a really totally. cool way to yeah, definitely. to like take control of your own kind of like whatever your own career or whatever you can like have your own whatever channel I don't know what you call it but you can have your own sort of outlet. Like, it's a huge network help. and anyone can do yeah and it's I think I don't know I'm starting to get into that kind of stuff and it's like it's really cool and it's cool that people are into it um, you know what I mean it's like a lot of people are like to support directly to the right, artists right. in ways like that i think that's really cool and it's it's i don't know just building communities in that kind of way i really like and i'll give a shout out to edmar in chicago because what he's doing out there is incredible you know edmar he 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 runs um the mars oh, brewery yeah, okay yeah that put out the blue piss beer and he is a real community kind of oriented guy and he like has he's got a a radio station. He's got an art gallery. He's got oh yeah yeah. He's got that space in makes um like, makes like all his yeah. He's down in right. Bridgeport. Most yeah, of his, yeah. Most of his um most of his businesses. But just he's just like we need more people like him out there because um he makes all his kind of like projects kind of fun and he puts a lot of thought into it and makes it look cool and like makes it a fun experience and tries to do it for the community. You know he's not he's you know I don't know I just think. I give a shout out to him and give he should oh, yeah. give the key to the, to to Neo Chicago. I would trust him with the key to any city. <laughs> and he's already here, so he'll he'll take good care of us. I, I assume for sure. Uh, before we uh, move on, though, I didn't want to um, get to our thought cops word of the week. Uh, this week's thought cops word of the week is gesture maxing. This comes to this definition comes <laughs> comes to us from Incel Wiki, which I didn't know existed until this afternoon. Uh, gesture max or gesture maxing is the act of using ex excessive humor to get a date. Gesture maxing can be exaggerated to the point oh of bodily God. harm, like falling down on purpose in order to get attention. <laughs> but the word mostly means using humor as a stepping stone to gain romantic attention. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh my God, that's so terrible! Because like I, I'm probably I guilty mean, of I, that. I think we all are point. here. I mean, 
it's yeah. just i mean it's like you know it's a part of your personality my I, I i've jester maxed you know i've made friends by jester maxing I've, I've i've made all kinds of bonds and relationships in my life by uh harnessing jester max remember when you tackled your fence that was i was that on purpose though i would just i don't remember <laughs> that was all i was pretty drunk so well i i take offense to these kind of terms there's like a term for right. there really now. is you know it's like like Jester Maxing, like I, I consider. I think Tim Heidecker said it recently. Somebody told him that his love language was like laughter or like choking sure. around, and I really like identify with that. And when I'm hanging out with my friends, it's not necessarily trying to get a date. Like my friend, my dude friends or whatever, we're trying to make each other laugh all the time, right? And if trying to make people laugh is going to be turned into some kind of like term that's like in the same category as like mansplaining right, oh he's just right. maxing it's like <laughs> come on like we're everyone likes to laugh and like it's that's the that's what i like to do i like to joke around and laugh with well, people you know, I, I, and don't turn it into some kind of like negative uh term i guess people can go to the extreme if it's the max and you're taking it to the max then and, maybe it's a problem but i've never seen people try to make people laugh that's been problem keep in mind problematic keep in mind the definition does come to us from uh from incel wiki so it's maybe you know it's just there's too much jargon and i feel like none of it's widespread but if you say it you immediately know what people are talking about and like the the first time i saw used was on twitter recently where like in some threads some guy was calling out someone for like talking about self-improvement and yeah like, like using humor to like you know, for someone who is now his wife or something, he's like, yeah, the guy was totally gesture maxing and doing this and that. And like, but they were like saying it is like a very critical way of like right, trying to take right. this guy down. And it was like, what the fuck is gesture maxing? And then, of course, <laughs> here we are using it. The people need to know, you know. Oh, boy. Uh, so, b- well, I learned a new word this week. Yeah, so feel free you. to uh, feel free to use that one or call yeah. someone out if you notice I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our final segment of the show, which is our uh, listener voicemails, uh, Doug, feel free to plug anything you want to you wanna throw out there, man. Podcast, anything, shows coming up? Well, I do a podcast with Brent Weinbach called The Poundcast. You can see that on YouTube. I'll vouch. Huge fan. I love it. I've been listening for years and years. Hell yeah. And then I also do uh, Office Hours with Tim Heidecker and Vic Berger. That's typically on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. We're live yeah. on YouTube. And uh, I think that's about it. I mean, I, you can follow me on Instagram if you want to watch my funny videos. <laughs> Doug Pound. That's on all the um, Doug Pound with two Gs on it. All the uh, all the social media. I, I don't really do TikTok. I'm on there. I'm just dipping my toe in. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get in that whole. I'm thing I'm in the yet. same boat. Grant Grant here's uh he's become a, a bit of a TikTok superstar these days. He's I don't know if superstar is the right well, word compared to me. <laughs> like he's got a lot of great um actually a lot of great chicago centric videos that sort of caught on with a lot of people here so he's he's harnessed the language of of the platform oh, that's weird because yeah it does feel it's it's different i mean there every platform is like different from each other they're they're very similar but also there's certain idiosyncrasies that are important to you know kind of take note of when you're doing it because you don't want to come across any certain way right um and yeah, you and you and Vic though with the sound drops on like whether it's office hours or the poundcast, just like always cracks me up. Just a well timed like fucking fart no or like uh, a clip from um God. There is like something. I think it was an Aerosmith like Dream On where it's just like just the vocals 
Like someone drops that in mid conversation makes me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> oh, Jamie's got a gun. Yeah, like- <laughs> Jamie's got a gun. I think I got. I think that might be mine. Oh, on the August twenty fourth, we're doing a live. We're doing two live shows, and they will be uh, streamed. I think on YouTube, you can check. Awesome. Is that going to be in L A? Um, they're going to be in L A at, uh, at Dynasty Typewriter, but they will be like worldwide. Also, we're going to be streaming them worldwide, so you, so anyone. can. That's great, man. Hopefully, maybe Grant out. and I will hop in there, take some notes for our live show right after that. Be like, okay, yeah, know, you know, see what works. <laughs> Fix all the technical problems beforehand. Yeah, last day. Let's let's get that under control this time. Uh, we would drag one thing from the other screen. They'll never be under control. <laughs> That's why they're technical problems. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, moving on though. Yeah, why can't why can't they have this shit figured out by now? You Seriously, know? it's taken us uh, what four and a half years, and we're kind of working out the kinks. I'm sure everybody loves that. Uh, but anyway, we'll get along to our uh, listener voicemails. If you want to give us a call, it's 312-788-7361, or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Let's hit it. Hey, Mr. Dog Pound. Um, my name's Aaron. I saw on your Instagram stories when you were in Chicago a story of uh, Wolf Larson's balls for president. <laughs> um, if you're an actual Wolf Larson fan... Name five of his best self-published <laughs> books or YouTube open mic sets. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Doug, there is this guy. There is a, a, a comedian here in Chicago. That was our friend Aaron Klopfer. There is a, a comedian here in Chicago named Wolf Larson. And he goes to like he, he goes to these open mics and does these insane sets where he talks about like riding Obama's dick into space and all this <laughs> other stuff like and then I'm fucking Melania Trump and I'm writing Obama's big cock into space. But what Aaron is referencing is this guy has like has self-published <laughs> this book on, that's on Amazon, I guess. And he's put up these stickers like all over Logan Square, all over Wicker Park. And Aaron noticed that on one of your Instagram stories recently, and I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but when you were in Chicago, you'd taken a picture of one of Wolf Larson's stickers where it's just this big yellow sticker that says Wolf Larson's balls for president, <laughs> <laughs> which is just like, yeah, I, I just, I thought that was a great sticker. I didn't know who he was. You didn't check out the book on Amazon. I, just, <laughs> I didn't look into it. I just posted it, and uh, maybe I should do a little more research. Yeah, you never know who you're, <laughs> I, you're promoting. These content creators. Yeah, you never know who you're promoting. Okay. No, he's right. just, he's just this really goofy guy. But he's, he's definitely like. You know, if you're in the comedy scene here in Chicago, you've probably seen him at an open mic. I want to. I want to start doing stand up again just to go and just see some of the characters. Oh my I miss God, the dude. characters, man. There's so That's many. Been the best part weird of getting back into it. Fucking characters and like, yeah, Wolf, like Kyle, Kyle, Wolf Larson. God. Oh man, it's really a it's really a sight to behold. Uh, let's play the next one here. Hey, it's your boy Brandon Kirkman. What's up? Uh, hey. Because you're going to have on uh, Doug Pound, uh, big fan. I think Poundhouse might be one of my favorite things on the internet. That's why I want to ask this question. Uh, there's a line in that, that show specifically, which is, a slipper good, and uh plays over in my mind over and over again. It's never left. Do you guys get, like, one phrase in your head that just keeps playing, like, over and over, and you can't do anything to stop it? Uh, anyways, slipper good. There we go. Classic. I think he dropped the phone in the toilet that time. Sounds like it. <laughs> so yeah, if you caught that, Doug, he said uh, 
Brent's classic line, Slurpy Good from Poundhouse. He said is constantly rattling around in his brain and wondering if there's any specific phrases that you often think about, whether it's from Poundhouse or whether it's from anything. Um, it's usually like a song that I, you know, list been listening to lately. Sometimes a song will get stuck, you know, classic yeah. kind of thing like that. Lately, there's a song that popped up on my Spotify. It was by this band Otis, O-H-T-I-S. And this song is called Shotzi, Shotsky or something. And uh, it's a really catchy tune about, it's kind of like this, in the voice of a guy who's kind of an asshole being canceled on Instagram. And there's a call and response and he's like talking to a woman and she goes, fuck you very much, sir. And um, that's been going in through my head all week. I would definitely check them out. I actually put that one, that song on a, one of my stories on Instagram and the band like oh, that's saw awesome. it. They were following me and I was like, what the hell? Like, I just found this song randomly and you guys are following me. Now they're going to be on the Poundcast. Oh, that's like, fucking oh, great. Because the yeah. video is really cool too. So that song has been going through my head all week. Oh yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I would say it's a cool uh, to, uh, to Brandon's point though, like Poundhouse is like filled with like so many great key phrases. And I would say one one phrase that has stuck in my head for years has just been like acorn on blast. And just like <laughs> and the other one with like the the woman playing Brent's mom. Um I think she just she's, uh, just goes like, Yeah, I gotta go take a bottom half shower now. <laughs> just uh, there like there's so many Because they're acorns. Like, yeah, because they're acorns wet down wet. there happens grant you got you got any any um anything rattling around in your head up there you can't stop thinking about maybe something funny i said one time well um no uh but um well since i i made a video on tiktok that just got released uh four days ago three four days ago um on the anniversary of the dave matthews band uh bridge incident for those that are familiar or unfamiliar and ever since i have the dave matthews band song ants marching just constantly playing in my head is that 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 just all the time it's a catchy one doug were you in chicago when that happened do you remember that at all are you familiar with the dave uh we i mean we've we've talked about it before on on podcasts it's a fun it's just the best story ever. But like my joke was, I wonder if ants were marching on the people <laughs> when that were covered in poo or something, but not that good. But I, I don't know if I was there, but I mean, that story is just incredible. Everything about it. Sorry for those people that got poo dumped on them, but they're heroes. It's gotten it's me thousands of followers they're heroes. on TikTok. They're heroes. So, you know, by wow. all means, I will milk <laughs> that 800 pounds of shit until it's dry. God damn. I'll it, just keep milking it. You know, I, I never thought about that. If the shit was dry, it could have killed people. 800 pounds of dried shit collapsing on a boat of tourists. They had their mouths open. Some of them had their mouths oh open. My God. Yeah, their mouths were agape <laughs> looking at the Mies van der Rohe architecture. <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, ants, ants marching. That's my... <laughs> that's my... My uh, recurring earworm, as it were. Uh, let's go ahead and play this next one here. Hey guys, um, I've been uh, I've been listening to Thought Cops for man, it's been a couple weeks. So, new listener, all right, welcome to the show. 
Um, got a lot of good guests on there. Thank you. Um, Dog Pound is, uh, I think it was a good choice. Um, keep chewing. Just wondering, um, could we maybe get one day a, uh, sorry. That's fine. No, go ahead. Could we maybe one day get a, uh, like a pound cast, uh, thought cop, uh, uh, like collab? Like swallow while you your guys nuts, go go swallow go, your food. I don't know. Do podcast now, you know? I just assume he's chewing like, nuts. Uh, you know, talk about stuff, and you can talk to Brent Weinbach. He's a funny guy. <laughs> you know? I just like to. I would like to see you guys interact with uh, him too. But can't wait for the episode. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say. Have a good day. Enjoy. You enjoy each other's company. Thank you. Love ya. Love all ya. Right. Okay. Wow. You know that's not a bad idea. You guys have the gift of gab. Sometimes you get these guests on, and uh, they just kind of clam up. Some, sometimes people can't stop chewing in Some the middle people. of a voicemail. Yeah, Doug, I would someone say like that on. if that happens, if it does, I promise I won't be chewing on <laughs> Cheetos or nuts or whatever the hell kind of pretzels that guy was eating. It sounded like bread or like a cake. Well, I would say, yeah, I have a dear friend that calls me whenever he's eating and he likes to just uh, multitask, I guess. And it's, yeah, th- that drives me crazy. When people are eating and smacking their lips, or when they're when they're even when they're eating and you're at a restaurant and you can just hear them going. I mean, they must be. That's just one you, of my pet. You got to be peeves. pretty damn busy if you can't, you know, <laughs> I make d- a phone call when you're not eating. I do have to say, I do weaponize that against like family sometimes, just to passive aggressively <laughs> be like, I don't fucking want to talk to you. I'm eating lunch right now. What do you want? And they yeah. keep talking, and I just chew louder into the phone just to make a point. I, yeah, I'm I'm going through a tunnel. Sorry, it's a it's a up. personal problem, but I I have done that before. I suggest it. Go ahead, do it. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> Officer Grant told me. <laughs> All right, let's play this next one. Hi, this message is intended for uh, Douglas Loosenhop. Yeah, my for sure, man. Kyle. Um, I'd probably be too embarrassed to say this stuff to you if I ever actually met you. Um, You probably get stuff like this often. So you said this Uh, is for Doug. um, I've followed your stuff since I was like a teenager in like 2008, and I'm like 27 now. And I just wanted to say like probably you more than anyone that I followed on the Internet at all um, has has had a bigger impact on my own like artistic development and like sensibility and aesthetic and um you know i follow you on your podcast and stuff and um i know here and there and uh not to put you on the spot or anything but throughout like the pandemic or just things not going the way expected um it can be pretty discouraging but i know you and brent have and aesthetic sensibility to make something truly great. And I don't mean just a fucking like funny internet video, even though you are really good at that. I, I mean, you will make something that is truly great that will deeply impact people. And I know that sounds trite and I don't really know you beyond like the internet you, but I hope you receive that as truth. 
Wow, a very kind voicemail from Kyle. Kind Kyle. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of. Well, that is really, you know, that's really nice to hear that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I, that's that's cool to hear because it, it's, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, I sometimes I feel like, what am I doing with my life? I should be out there, like, I don't know, saving the whales or something. <laughs> but wow, it's good to know that some people it uplifts people. You know, the the work I do, and uh, that's cool to hear. And you know what? Kyle, Brent, and I do have plans to make something great one day. <laughs> Hopefully, it happens. There was um, on that note. I remember on an episode of the Poundcast, I think it was, where you and Brent were talking about making something that was like completely one hundred percent serious, and that the very act of doing that would be the funniest thing you made. Like, just not even like there would be like no winking to the audience, no nothing, but just making a straight-on serious drama. And I, I think, like that idea a lot. I think that, w- to what Kyle said, that could be something truly incredible. Well, this, this, uh, that, that idea was from this guy, Mike Allen, who was a guest on the show. Um, he said that was, he would like to make a movie. He's make, he's a filmmaker and stuff. And he, he thought that would be an idea if me and Brent were in a movie he wrote that was just a oh, right, right. drama. And, uh, I'm down. Let's go. Let's get the production going. Let's make it happen, Kyle. The thing is, like, I mean, Brent and I just shot a video today, and it's sadly, Kyle, it's just another funny internet video. But, you know, we do, we have been writing a feature, but it's sort of like, yeah, I, I, that's a, such a, it's, e- it's easy to just shoot something in a day and put it out. A feature, maybe that's something he's talking about is like a bigger project. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that's been like, that's like a bucket list dream of mine to like make a feature like that. And, uh, hopefully it'll happen one day. Uh, you know, I do like the immediate kind of like response you get from just putting out something quick like that. Then you get the laughs and, and the likes or right. whatever, you know, right, right away. And it's just fun to have it out there. But, um, yeah, thank you, Kyle. And I'll, I will, I'll keep that my, in mind. Keep, keep that project alive. Set the next one here. And good evening, Thought Cops. Once again, it is I, Leo, the incredible deputy, calling in. Hello, Leo. Crime tonight, gentlemen. Cuomo sexuals. A step too far. Sexualizing a politician, especially a recently disgraced one, not a good look, as they might say. Nonetheless, punishment must be dealt with. And as I usually uh, determine death is preferred method, it would be short-lived. I demand the wheel of punishment for anyone identifying as a homosexual. And to your guest, oh, Doug beautiful. Pound, I also, too, wish similar for anyone who steals your jokes and writes them on a napkin after you've told them. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Joke stealing, politician, worship, politician worshipping, all of it's terrible. Punish them all. Spin that wheel. Have a great night, gentlemen. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Wonderful Leo. Wonderful voicemail. Doug, have you seen this on, like... Well, I did see a great... Uh, I saw. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to say I saw a really, f- uh, I saw a funny joke, not my joke, but I have used this phrase "no Cuomo," <laughs> but I didn't really know how to like context contextualize right. it. But somebody made a joke that he said he was just being Italian. So like, if you if you're not Italian and you accidentally do something Italian, you can say, "Oh, no Cuomo." <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. That's, that's, that's great. brilliant. That's a pretty funny, pretty funny tweet I saw. I, I can't remember who. Have you seen this guy, Randy Rainbow, on Twitter? Apparently, he coined. Yeah, he's like... I don't know who that is. He's this, like, hardcore neoliberal. Like, So, it's not... No, It's not ironic. No, 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 no. God damn. Like, 
for example, like six days ago, he put up a picture of Barack Obama and said, like, happy birthday, dad, you know, on Obama's <laughs> birthday. And somebody responded when they were like, weird thing to say to a guy who's six years older than you. Uh, but he also was the one who he's obsessed with, like, uh, Cuomo. He put up like he did this whole like song and dance music video where he was like talking about how he was a Cuomo sexual. Where he's like, I like. I thought it was a joke. We, we were gonna, dude, I'm such a fucking idiot. Dude, we were going to talk so about dumb. that. We were going to talk. It was on the Google Doc at one point. It was just one of those things we didn't have time right, for. Right, right. And also, the video is so fucking horrifying. So it's like, yeah. And he, it's well, and again, he still had. Maybe it's time to delete the video on the guys, you know, resigning because of sexual allegations. You don't want to be out there proudly saying that you were a Cuomo sexual. So, for, well, speaking of Cuomo sexual. For Leo's request here, we'll spin the wheel here. Our wheel of punishment here, as it were. Sisyphus Boulder. Sisyphus Boulder. So again, kind of like what Doug was saying, if you're, you know, talking about fisting, you say, hey, you know, you get over here, you fanuke, whatever the Italians yeah, you get, would you say. You get one of these. Yeah. And that happens to you. Say, no Como. By the way, I, uh, my phone updated, right? You know how the iPhone just updates to yeah. your OS? I was looking through, through my emojis. I was looking for this. I think it oh. might be gone. I think they oh. might have get rid of it. I mean, sometimes I, I, I look and I look and it's, it is there. I mean, it, but they might have deleted it. possible. This. They put it in the same category as the gun. That's why, yeah, that's, the that's why we gun? have these guns on the yeah, show because know. it's, you know, that's what we have on our iPhones and uh. our, you know, emojis. But yeah, I guess yeah, we're going to so censor this out on the video episode. We can't even do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a brilliant at it. Sort of forbidden hand yeah, gesture. It's racist now. To the Italians. Yeah. Let's hit this next one. So I am sick of like this humid ass weather. So whoever is in charge of like that harp weather system the that controls the system. weather and creates like typhoons and of hurricanes. Can you just get rid of the humidity settings? If I go outside at this eight in the morning the Sims. to be a good girl to go work outside, I don't want my glasses to fog out every time I go in and out of like air conditioning. It's ugly and disgusting, frankly, like offensive and bigoted. I'd even say bigoted. How I care to elaborate on that one? I wonder. Um, White women always trying to make themselves <laughs> the victim. It makes my hair frizzy. Um, no, that's. Uh, I would say to you, um, get out your ocarina and play the Song of Storms. Damn. You know, get, get, get some rain. And that's what that's what I think the whole world could use a little rain. Though, yeah, I mean, the humidity here is Is Joanna, Newse- is Joanna Newsom behind that? Oh, that's, yeah, because she's on the, uh, the is harp. Is Joanna Newsom behind? Yeah. Maybe she could team up with uh, Governor Newsom. Yeah, it's- Governor Newsom and um, that's all I got. the rain problem out there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of this harp, harp system, but... If they're doing rain, we could use, you know, let's bring the harp over here, put out some of these fires. Seriously, aren't yeah? Are Joanna and Gavin related? Gavin Newsom. Great question. Yeah. You never know. Joanna Newsom, probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and assume. I know so little. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Was that the last voicemail? That that was the last voicemail. Wow. Well, yeah. We're like good. I said, if you wanna, if that strikes your fancy, that inspires you, give us a call three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one, or you can send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast.com and if you feel like supporting the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops send us over a few bucks we got plenty of bonus content we're going to be recording a brand new episode of fire bros very soon we're gonna we're gonna get josh on the episode again review some mystery media so check it out stay tuned and you can 
hang out here in the live chat with us. We got we got Sleep Science. We got Deputy Leo. I saw Zwick in there too. Everybody's so yeah, favorites. It helps us out a lot. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap up the episode. And I just want to say, Doug, thanks a ton for coming on the show. Man. Yeah, really I'm, I'm appreciate glad we could finally you finally get this uh, coordinated. It was a pleasure. Thank Absolutely, you. Absolutely, man. Me. And uh, to everybody listening, thank you. We love you. Stay safe, stay cool, stay hydrated, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you, Space Cop. Bye. Peace. Hi, my name is Doug. I'm your new best friend. I hope you like my beats. The world is gonna end. Instagram's a prison. The bombs are gonna drop. Yoga doesn't matter. Let's drink soda pop. The bankers get it all. They go live on Mars. Zucker.